vechonecha. Yisadonai panavelecha v'semlecha Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. This is a beautiful, beautiful season, isn't it? And it's, it's so nice to see grandmas here and grandpas here and people all the way from Russia and wherever else. Um, we do have families. I, uh, and um, who else? We, we also have lots of things to thank God for. You know, if you had a surgery two days ago, would you be here? I wouldn't. I would be in bed wanting everyone to serve me for the next three months because, you know, I am that, just that kind of a person. But here's Becky. She had surgery on the 19th, and she's here. Isn't this great? It's so amazing. Thank God. Thank God. After, you know, um, um, this whole period of time and yet to be here to worship God. God is good. God is good. God has answered so many of our prayers, Sophia and Marty. And so many of you have asked for prayer and God has answered. And... Um, and Olga's here, and the whole family is here. God is so good. And that's what this is all about, because um, He hears our prayers and answers our prayers. I'm so thankful for, for, um, for gatherings. I see pictures online of, um, of the Christmas parties that are happening all over. Have you been a part of those? I think you have. I see smiley faces, no sad faces. Um, Everyone is kind of rejoicing and singing songs joyfully. And uh, so if you are missing out on the partying, get in touch with our life group leaders. I think there's still some more parties to happen, right? Some have happened already. But you are partying all the time, I hear. So um, get in touch with the life group leaders and, uh, and um, enjoy fellowship time. Enjoy fellowship time. So thankful for, um, for the various things our church is doing, uh, the angel trees, um, um, people gave money, gave gifts, and, and it's going to little kids who don't, don't see their parents, who uh, have not seen their parents for a long, long time, and, and, um, and we hear back from people that are in prisons and um, thank the congregation for what you have done. That means so much when a little child receives a gift um, of love. Um, to know that Jesus became our gift. God became human. And, um, and so we are able to do that as a congregation. I want to thank those of you who gave and those of you who uh, are visiting uh, prisoners in in jails and and all that kind of a thing. I want to um, kind of string together um, all the passages that were read so beautifully. Um, CJ and Anya and um, 
um, and uh, Sean, and um, so each of you, I think that was so beautiful, you know, hitting the perfect pitch. I would be so nervous at that age, you know, I would say, oh, my goodness, what do you want me to sing? He sang that so beautifully, a song that we don't hear. Uh, but there's so many, so, so many Christmas songs that are just so powerful and have got so much meaning behind it, and you did that so well. Thank you, Reichenbachs, for getting the kids together to uh, work on those songs. Thank you. And playing the horn, you know, whoever would have a professor from Trinity coming to be a part of the congregation and play the horn. So thank you. Thank you for doing that. Um, so I want to um, bring all these things that you have talked about together. Um, kids, I'll be um, uh, talking to you, and when I talk to you, I'll have a smiley face, right? Because your kids, and you have smiley faces. And then when I speak to your parents, and I'll have this serious face. Mm. So can you make a smiley face? That's a good one. Can you make this mm, parent kind of a face? Can you do that? We'll do a lot. Oh, that's very good. That's very good. Well done. Um, so parents, can you do that? A parent face? <laughs> Look at Sean. He's not doing the parent face. It's got to be the serious one. Mm. We'll, we'll be doing a lot of that, okay? I want to introduce you to some, um, some of the characters from the time of Christmas, stuff that you talked about. Um, but it goes way, way back, way back, before the time of Christmas. Do you know that there was a prophet? And uh, do you know who prophets are? Who are prophets? Okay, Miss Yonbi will come up and tell you who a prophet is and make you do some action. Who's a prophet? Who tells the future and how does... Oh, like that. Can you do that? A prophet tells the future. He looks way into the future. And there was this guy by the name of Isaiah. Can you say Isaiah? If you were Irish, then you would say Isaiah. I don't know which one is correct. Isaiah or Isaiah. I was all confused when I was in India because these Brits will come and they'll say Isaiah. And then the Americans will say, come and they'll say Isaiah. And they force you to say it that way. Adults, what should we do with them? So there was this guy by the name of Isaiah or Isaiah. And he looked way into the future. And he says, there's going to be a child. Yeah, a child, child that will be born. And this child will be not just a child, but this child will be called what? Come on, adults. Wonderful counselor. Wonderful counselor. This will be the person you'd want to go to whenever you're in trouble. You want to go to a counselor, right? So you go to your mom usually. I hope you go to your mom usually because they're wonderful counselors, right, Olga? Yes. yes. So, so this person will be a wonderful counselor. Uh, and then what else? Mighty God. This is not just going to be a little child. This is going to be God himself. Mighty God. And what else? 
everlasting Father. My goodness, this is not just a little baby. This is the everlasting Father himself. And what else? Prince of Peace. So whenever you're sad, whenever you have, see people do bad things to each other, you say, this is the Prince of Peace. This is the Prince of Peace. He will bring about shalom. And that's what the prophet Isaiah did, right? He looked way into the future. Can you do that? Way into the future. Because he saw, do you know how long ago? It was 2,700 years ago. That's a long time. 2,700 years ago is a long, long time. And so, he said a child will be born. And then he said, the zeal of the Lord will do this. The zeal of the Lord. Because prophets are people who, who, are, who, who are full of gusto. They do it passionately. Okay? Nowadays we live in society where people think, no, we shouldn't have any passion. We should just reasonably talk about stuff. But prophets were people who are full of zeal, who are full of gusto. I think the problem with so many people in our world, kids, is that we don't have the zeal. We don't want to talk about Jesus because we say, oh no, what will that person think? Oh no. Oh, what will that person say to me? Oh my goodness, that person will think I'm so odd. But prophets weren't those kinds of people. Prophets were people who were full of the zeal of God. And we, as adults, have to learn from you. Because when you're angry, you're angry. When you're upset, you're upset. We kind of control it there. No one dares see us upset. No one dares see us unhappy. No one dares see us full of zeal. Why? Because we've got to be controlled. We live in the West. We do not show our anger, especially when we come from Sweden. Which is true. <laughs> you know, you control it. It's called lagom. You control everything. But that's not how the prophets were. They looked way into the future. So there was a person who was a prophet, prophetic Isaiah. And then there were these magi who came. And I'll talk a little bit about them also. Do you know where did the magi come from? Magi. We're called wise men. Wise men. Do you know where did they come from? They came from Korea. Did you know they came from Korea? Yes, they came from China, not from Russia. Sorry, sorry. They came from, all right, Russia too. <laughs> they came from Korea, they came from China, they came from India, they came from Persia, because the Bible says they came from the East. They came from the east. They were full of zeal. They, they were adoring God like this. Can you do that? They were adoring God like this. Can you bow down really low, really low? You've got to do this as low as you can. Well, that's how they were adoring God. Whereas we say, no, we just worship like this. We stand and seriously sing hymns. And God never smiles. Do you think God smiles? He does, isn't it? 
But then there are people who sing serious hymns, or they, they, say, they, they play these instruments, and they play it really seriously. Not one sound should go wrong. These people, they came and they wanted to fall flat down in the presence of God. That is the word that's used in the original language. That is worship. Worship is when you would come and you are professors. These people studied all kinds of things. They studied astronomy. They studied cosmology. They studied geology. They studied the stars. They studied zoology and botany and all those big words that you'll think about when you go to college. They studied all that. And then they said, there's a star. It's such a mystery. And they studied some more. And they said, this must be the sign of God. And we've got to go and see this. That's what learning is all about. Why do we learn? Because we study stuff. And when we study stuff, we go where that studies lead us. And they always lead us to God. Don't listen to people who say that studies don't lead you to God. You'll go to college and there'll be people who'll say studies don't lead you to God. But studies always lead you to God. And these people went there because they wanted to adore God. How do you do that? Can you do it with me? Come on. They adored God. Can you fall down on the ground? No, I won't do that. Because I wouldn't know if I would get up after that. So, then they went there, and there was this guy by the name of Herod. Can you say Herod? And they come and say, whoa, there is this star we are seeing, and this is nothing else but the presence of God, and we want to see the presence of God. And, and so they go there, and, and they thought that Herod would be really excited because it's in, in his land that God is being born. But Herod looked at them, and he was perturbed. He was disturbed. Do you know what did he do? He went, can you do that? Come on, do it with me. Let's see if the parents can do it. Come on, do it. He was really angry. Not only was he angry, but everyone was angry. All the politicians were angry. All the learned people were angry. They all went, why? Because they said, what? We are in control of society here. Some people are like that. I don't know what to do with adults. Adults want control, right? <laughs> don't do that. And so Herod went like that. And then he talked to his soldiers. And these were called pliant soldiers. So there's prophetic Isaiah. Then there is... Herod, who is perturbed, and then they are pliant soldiers. There are certain people who will do whatever you ask them to do. Why? Because they're brain dead. It's a sad thing, right? The soldiers went and did whatever Herod wanted them to do, and he did, they did really, really bad stuff to little babies. Sadly, there are people like that in the world. They did bad stuff. 
They were pliant soldiers. And it's so important for us to take a stand for the right thing. We cannot be like the pliant soldiers. Why? Because there are people who are like that. There are people like Herod. They're not only people like Herod, but they're, they're, they're these people who, 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 who know the right stuff. They read the Bible. These people are called the chief priests. These are presumptuous people. And they couldn't care less about the Bible because they've had this Bible burnout experience. Ask your parents about it. They'll tell you what a Bible burnout experience is. Oh, we read the Bible. All right, it says this about Jesus. But I couldn't care less because blah, 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 blah. I heard it from the time I was a little child. That's what the chief priests were. And they say, well, I don't care. I couldn't care less. Don't become like that. Never become like that. We've got to be like Isaiah. We've got to be like the Magi. We've got to be like, like these shepherds. These are poor shepherds. They were going around and all they, they had this, this staff with them. So can you walk like shepherds? Can you do that? Do you think they were walking? Do you think they were running? What were they doing? What, do you, what were they doing? We sang about it, right? What do you think they were doing? They were watching the sheep. They were watching the sheep. And then what? Do you think they were talking to the sheep? Yeah? No? Well, don't you talk to your cats and dogs? Or don't have a cat. But some people have cats. Do they talk to their cats? I talk to my cats. I've got four cats. And I've got a dog. The dog is really big. So my wife and I, my wife loves animals. So we've got all these animals and, and, and the cats go and sleep on the dog and the dog looks around and says, oh, what are you doing? And the cat's saying, I'm sleeping on you. And, and the dog says, fine, you can sleep on me. And I talk to the dog. I talk to the cats. And we all have a fun time together. That's what the shepherds did. But then they saw the sight, and the sight was that of an angel. And they went, can you do that? Why? They were scared. It was cold, it was dark, and they were scared. And, and then the angel said, don't worry, don't worry. I know that you've gone through rough times, but we've come to you because you're little kids. We've come to you to tell you the good news that this day in the city of David a savior is born. And they went and they saw. They went there. They believed this voice of the angel. And they went there and they saw that there was this person called, what, what's the name of the parents of, of Jesus? What's the names? What's the names? Joseph and Mary, Joseph and Mary, they saw Joseph and Mary, and, and they, they were in Bethlehem, and, and of course, in, 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 in a lot of plays, it'll say there was no room in the inn, and there was this, there's this innkeeper who comes and says, no room in the inn, no room in the inn. Have you seen that? Sometimes they do that, right? But, but was it an inn? I don't think it was an inn. 
the, 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 the word that is used there in, in the Greek language talks about a room, a special room where people would celebrate the Passover. They were not invited to the Passover. And then the baby Jesus was born among the lambs, just like the sheep that they were taking care of. And they went there, and they were so excited. And they were rejoicing, and they went jumping up and down, and they told everybody, look, Jesus is born. Look, Jesus is born. Can you say that? Look, Jesus is born. Look, Jesus is born. Will you turn towards your parents and say, Look, Jesus is born. Look, Jesus is born. Can you do that? Because you've got to go and tell everybody and tell your parents that we've got to tell everybody. Just like the shepherds. Many times we don't want to say stuff because we want to be people who are people of some status. But that's not what the shepherds were. They couldn't care what people thought about them. They were so excited to tell people about Jesus. And then let me tell you one more thing about a woman. Her name is Mary. She looked at these shepherds. And she pondered about all those stuff that they said. Why? Because she remembered that room. She remembered that this child of hers will one day go to that room where there was no room. And he would look at his disciples and say, this is my body, which is broken for you. This is why I was born. And he would say to her and to her, to her, his disciples, that my blood will be shed. And he died on the cross because of all those people who went. <laughs> Finally. They did bad things to Jesus. Do you know how old was he? He was young. I know you all may not think that. But at my age, I do. He was only 30 years old. 33 years old. Jesus is the only one who came down to die for our sins. And she remembered that in the upper room because she pondered about those things. And then she was there next to him when he was hanging on the cross. Not his disciples. They all ran away. She was there with the, all the other Marys. All of those women were called Mary. Mary from here, Mary from there. They were all Marys because Mary pondered those things. Would you pray with me?
as you spend these moments in prayer, I'm going to request you to ask yourself the question of all these characters in the Christmas narrative, whom am I like? Do I have the zeal and the prophecy of Isaiah? Am I perturbed like Herod and angry? Do I want to do bad things because I don't like this Jesus story? Am I like the chief priests and those people who thought they knew the Bible but couldn't care less? Am I like the soldiers who are pliant and who just did whatever the authorities like Herod asked him to do? Or am I like the Magi, the wise men? Am I like the poor shepherds? who adored Jesus and told everyone about Jesus? Am I like Joseph and Mary that's trusting Jesus? Who are you like? Oh Lord, I pray that we may all be like the Magi, like the shepherds, like Joseph and Mary. Thank you, oh Jesus, for becoming human. Thank you, oh Jesus, for dying for my sins. Thank you for living a life that was sinless so that when you died like the lamb that you were born in that manger, you died in purity so that I would get redemption and salvation. I pray, O oh Lord, that this would be the experience of all of us and give us the zeal in this Christmas to go and be proclaimers of your gospel, your good news, just like the Magi did, just like the shepherds did. Give us that zeal, O oh Lord. In the name of the incarnate Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen.